0: everybody, and welcome to another Just Enough Heshy show. Uh, we're gonna have an interesting show. We're gonna have a lot to talk about. You know, uh, it's Hanukkah's coming, and I wanna introduce my co-host. Sawyer, how are you? Hi everybody. Uh, Boomi's not here this weekend. And we uh, miss him. We do miss him. Uh, he is on a temporary strike due to the no raise clause <laughs> in his contract. That's a joke. Yeah, it's a personal <laughs> issue. Bumi, we're gonna miss you. We love you. And Soya, what number do we call in to, to, to call into the show? If 718 303 718 We have a very interesting somebody in our... Wade is filming me a documentary. Um I was pretty boring today. Uh, I don't know. Wade, uh, he wasn't too happy with me because usually I'm more exciting. But uh, he came late in the afternoon and I uh, was just sitting there having pizza. And um, he didn't like my pizza.
1: He's a cool guy. I'm sitting next to him just for a few minutes. I know.
0: I know. I gave him donuts, but he didn't eat it. He's, that's why he's, he's healthy. Anyways everybody. We're going to talk about the show. I'm also going to talk about, you know, you can watch my show on Just Enough Heshy. We're going to do our commercials quickly tonight because everybody's been complaining about it. Heshy, you take so long. Well, I got to talk about my people. They got to pay me somehow. And of course we have, uh, most importantly, we're gonna be talking about different issues, but Sawyer, as you know, and before I start my show, this is very important to all of you listeners out there. You're gonna tell me conspiracy theories. You're gonna tell me the Democrats are not in charge. You're gonna tell me things are not happening, and I'm gonna tell you other stuff. YouTube took a video off of the, uh, off of my sheet this week, and you're gonna be freaking out why. They sent me a message. You're gonna love this, guys. YouTube sent me a message. Hi, Heshi. Our team has reviewed your content. Are you listening to this? And unfortunately, we think it violates our medical misinformation policy. We've removed the following content, this video that says that I reported that the uh, COVID spiking in my neighborhood was a lie. So they're saying that this is the reason why they took it off.
1: No, I think it smells more like the bozo wait, somebody Wait a complained. minute, wait a minute.
0: YouTube does not allow content that explicitly disputes the efficiency of local health authorities or World Health Organization, the WHO guidance on social distancing.
1: And neither does Facebook. And look at them. They're being but sued.
0: All I did was I walked into the hospital. I took a video. I counted the beds. And I said I only see two COVIDs. I see 20 open beds. on three laws i spoke to the ambulance drivers outside they said it's a quiet night and they're telling me that's against world health organizations that they're saying the numbers are crazy instead i'm the crazy one so again i was of course m- you are you're right. disproving what they're saying yeah and i want to ask you a question right now And we're going to start the show if masks work right soya masks work right Yes or no? Don't shake your head. I can't see it on the radio. No, masks do not work. But let's say masks work. Okay, why, we'll go with that. Then why do we need six feet of social distancing? But let's just say <laughs> we have six feet of social distancing can work. Why do you need the masks? I don't
1: know. They're but trying to bring fun that. into our Let, lives, like the games that. we used to play right when we now, were little. Let's
0: just say masks work and the six feet work. If both of them work, then why do we need uh, to have the lockdown? But let's just say we need the masks. Everybody has she's crazy. We're following you. We're yes, listening. She's crazy. You need the masks. You need the six feet social distancing. You need the lockdown. So if we're doing all of this, why do we need the Don't vaccine? forget
1: the hand sanitizer.
0: <laughs> Whatever. But now why do we need the vaccine? But let's just say now, if the vaccine is so safe, then why is there a liability clause? You know what I mean? So I'm just saying it's, it's just never ending story. And this guy de Blasio is saying we're coming to the end of the COVID thing. We're not coming to it. The man has no idea of what's going on in the city. And I want you to know I was at a restaurant yesterday with a bunch of very nice man, uh, very nice people. And it's called, uh, you're going to like this place. It's called Taveri. And uh, it is located, I just want to say it's not a commercial for them, 1391 Coney Island Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, Trastevere. it's on Avenue, it's on Coney Island, these guys took me out to dinner, beautiful, the food was just delicious, and you know, they're going to be my supporters, they were singing songs. You told me
1: it was a fancy place. It play. was
0: fancy, I, I never saw this place before, it was really cool. So you're
1: going to take Linda?
0: <clears throat> I, I Linda only gets <laughs> pizza, I can't afford what those guys <laughs> paid, those guys are crazy. Anyways, we're going to do our show this week, and uh, let's start with... Uh, we're going to do it quickly because time is running out already. Uh We have High Tech Web Group. He runs this show. This guy is just wonderful. He's great. Uh, 212-235-2777. 212-235-2777. His email address, I'm saying his website is info, or his email, I it's, it's, it's info at hightechwebgroup.com, h-i-t-e-c-h, webgroup, w-e-b-g-r-o-u-p.com, 212-235-2777. If you see this show, how professionally he runs the program. He can
1: set up a website for you.
0: He can construct your site with skill and precision so you can finally experience a whole new world of business. Let his team of professionals help you. This guy is just great. I love I 212 235 Seven I'm just falling in love with the man because it's just he does, he cares. You should see the way he calls me after the show. He's even getting me one of those Kindles or what do you call it again, pads. So now you guys can make comments and he's going to make me listen to those comments. By the way, do you see the Hanukkah Manoa next to me? Wait, do you see the Hanukkah menorah? You know what that means, right? Hanukkah is coming. Everybody, there's a big Hanukkah party Sunday. I can't tell you yet where, but you all know it's going to be. I heard
1: you're going to have donuts.
0: I'm going to have donuts. I'm going to have food there. And you're going to come to my office. We're going to have this party. I want everybody to come, Jews, Christian, whatever. And I'm going to have to hide it because supposedly de Blasio found out and he's going to threaten me. Not that I'm scared. He's not coming in without a warrant. So we're
1: going to have to play the dreidel in secret?
0: We're going to play the dreidel in secret. You're going to come meet me. You're going to take pictures. I hear some high-profile people are coming. Come to my party. I'm going to let you know on my thing. Yes, let de Blasio find out. I'm, you're going to see a war, but nobody's coming into my building without permission. Who's next on our list? We
1: have TT T. Styles here, wigs, makeup, wedding events, and all affairs. Tehila, she will do you do you up to a T. You can email Tehila at T E H. I-L-A at T-E-E-T-E-S-T-Y-L-E-S dot com. Or you can reach Tehillah at 718-675-6842. That's 718-675-6842. And remember... She brings out the, the beauty, beauty in, in you. you. That
0: was very good. I
1: know. Yeah. I stole Bumi's <laughs> line. I, it was
0: very, very good. I'm impressed with you, sweetheart. Okay. But do you know that a young lady, and I know you're going to have a good laugh, I'm going to continue the commercials. I know we didn't do much. It was a young lady. She texted me and WhatsApp me and Instagram me.
1: She's being terrorized.
0: She's being terrorized by the coronavirus task force. By the
1: mayor, I'm sorry, by the bozo. Hi,
0: Hashi, how are you? I have a question. My baby, a baby that doesn't get red corona, seven months, was taken to the hospital for a breathing issue. And she came out positive corona, which is a lie to begin with. And apparently the hospital reported the baby case to the corona task force. They're calling themselves, they call her every hour they're harassing her. They want nonstop, and she answered questions. They want to know tracing monitoring. They're still calling her nonstop. On who she went out with, which people that she lives with, what school she goes to. And this is a seven month old baby and she asked me to give her some advice. So what advice do you think I gave her? Somebody sent me this video. I now, love that video. I want you, you to, you I want you to hear me. this video guys. Hello. Hello ma'am.
2: We've been informed that you tested positive for COVID-19. We're going to need to know exactly who you've been with. Okay. Um, I'm actually a stay at home mom and I work home. But, um, there's only one person that I've actually been in contact with. Okay, great. We're just going to need their name. Okay, um, the only person that I've been outside of my house with is Andrew Cuomo. That's Andrew, Andrew A-N- Cuomo, then the governor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A.N. Okay, A-R. Is this a joke? No, I'm, I'm being serious. Okay. Uh, we went out last Tuesday and <laughs> actually we... Ma'am, man, this is a serious question.
0: Um, actually, like ha- we were using one straw, so yeah, that's Cuomo. One C
2: thought. U M Got it. You, I got <laughs> it.
0: Thank you. <laughs> now, guys, this is what you have to do. This girl was genius. I'm out with Andrew Cuomo. I'm out with Mayor De Blasio. If they ever call me on the Corona thing, I'm gonna say that I'm out with what's that crazy? What are you woman? talking
1: about? No, you're together with Cuomo and De Bozo. No, no, you're no. no, a, no. A I can't, I can't go out with
0: Cuomo and De <laughs> I was, I was out with Mrs. Uh, Mrs. De Blasio. <laughs> Mrs. De Blasio. <laughs> Mrs. De Blasio. That's what you're gonna do, guys. Don't be scared. Stand up. You know our movement is moving. You gotta start screaming back. Don't let them in your store, so they find you. Now I want you to know, this week there was a guy, Max Public.
1: I can't get over the one straw.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but Ma- Max Public's house, this uh-huh. poor guy, they shut his bar, they arrested him, they re-arrested him. Undercover cops jumping on his car. Did you ever watch the television show, Starsky and Hutch? Yeah. So these uh, cops are jumping on a guy who has his bar open, he's running away, he did nothing wrong. Now, I want to tell you about, we're going to talk about all the crime, all the murders, all the rapes, but we're arresting bar owners and Heshi Tishley that stands on the street making a protest on a holiday. Anyways, let's I- get I want to
1: tell you one thing, though. The fact that he was kept driving because he was, you know what? He needs to go and say his defense is that he was in fear for his life.
0: Because you're in fear he, for so your he, life. He says, and he, That's what he said he's going to do. Anyways, next up on our list is Plaza Auto Leasing, our favorite auto lisa.
1: She's they back. are not only a leasing company but wow. a, but also a dealership. She you practices. get the best of both worlds, the flexibility to lease or buy, any vehicle, make, or model combined with quick service, huge inventory, and easy approvals. There is no finance manager to meet with, just a friendly pal, sales representative that can handle most of the transactions from start to finish without you even having to step foot in their office. All you have to do is place your order, and they will even deliver your car right to your door. What are you waiting for? Become a pal and call Plaza Auto Leasing today. And don't forget to tell them Uncle Heshy sent you. You can reach Plaza Auto Leasing at 718-975-9000. That's 718-975-9000.
0: You are great. You actually practiced that one, if I'm correct. Yeah, sure. Okay, okay. <laughs> Anyways, Plaza Auto Leasing, where are they located? One more time.
1: 2750 Nostrand Avenue. That's 2750 Nostrand Avenue.
0: You're very good. I'm very proud of you. And then we have Cook's Power. He's one of my favorite uh electricians. Cook's Power, 347-794-8236. His email address is K-U-G-S-P-O-W-E-R at com. 347-794-8236. He uh, go ahead, you want to a
1: family-owned want... and operated wow. company She's serving the Brooklyn and community and local areas, committed to quality and superior customer service. They specialize in residential and commercial lighting, installation and repairs as well as wiring or rewiring of your home or business. Check out their website www.cookspowernyc.com or call Cook's Power at 718-794-8236. That's 718 718- Call Cook's, I'm sorry, 347-794-8236. Call Cook's Power and live a happy life.
0: You're doing very good tonight, uh, my darling. I'm very proud of you. And then, of course, who do we have? My favorite lawyer, James Meadows. James, First of all, by the way, Cook's Power, you have to be very serious when you're dealing with electric guys. Don't mess around, so deal with it correctly. But we have James Meadows. He's for speeding, cell phone, texting, stop sign tickets. He's a second-generation criminal lawyer, but he doesn't cover, you know— uh, cameras or Easy Pass violations. Ja- James doesn't do plea bargaining. He does hundred. He has hundreds of online reviews. Uh, moving violations. He's just really, really very good. A highly
1: ranked traffic lawyer, former criminal lawyer, dedicated to all moving violations throughout New York State. James handles all points-related moving violations in New York City, Long Island, and upstate New York, so for when you're going upstate to the country. Speeding, red lights, cell phone, stop sign, failure to lead, and improper turn are traffic offenses with stiff penalties, including huge fines, points, increased insurance rates, suspension of your driver's license, and even being arrested. The law office of James Meadows is your best chance of beating your traffic ticket? Call 845 T I C K E T S. That's 845 T I C K E T S or 845 842 53 Eight We're almost
0: done, everybody, but I want you to, uh, I will get to that in the next, but James, I love you, James. Don't forget to save my butt. I got those tickets. Help me out. Don't, don't dump me in the, in the stuff. And then, of course, we have Corner Cafe. Linda has the number on speed dial. Wait, let, <laughs> you know, I'm so sick of it. I have the number on speed dial. I've been calling, calling, that's why I've been getting a lot of weight. Corner Cafe located at 2 Ditmas Avenue, Brooklyn, New York. Uh, you can, you can come in. They have their mask. They have sitting 718-435-2233. Trust me. They have free deliveries because they've been delivering to me all week long. 718-435-2233. And then we have Traveler's Choice. Traveler's Choice, you can reach Joey and Devorah Life at 212-868-8698 for all your travel needs. Anywhere you want to go. I'm going down to Florida at, in, at Christmas New Year's, which I'm not going to go, but he got me great tickets for 69 bucks. You can go down to Florida, have a great time, go to China, go to Israel. When well, we're not going to China, 212-868-8698, 212-868-8698, and uh, whatever. Give him a call. You're going to have a great time over there. I'm going to now, we're going to we start our show. We have a lot to talk about, but we, of course, we're going to do my quote of the day. Are you ready? I'm ready. And I have a great quote. Hit me. I have two of them. Real men despise battle. But we'll never run for it. You know what I mean? Run from it. That means, listen to me, I hate to go to war with the governor. I hate to go to war with the mayor. But these guys are going to war with us. I'm not going to stand quiet and idly by. Listen, Mr. Mayor. Listen, Mr. Governor. I'm coming after you. I'm going to be city councilman next year, no matter what. I'm already building my war chest. I'm going to be announcing officially next week. Guys, city council and my website is com. Five dollars, ten dollars, fifteen dollars. Help me get in there, guys. I'm gonna build a coalition, an alliance of men. I know you hear it every week. I swear to you guys. I'm not making any major promises. But I'm gonna make changes. And I'm, the mayor's gone anyways when I get in and the new mayor is gonna sit down with us. I'm even gonna try to fight and vie for the, uh, for the, um to be the head of the city council. But even if I don't, I'm gonna put together an alliance that will fix things. And the governor is the only one that's going to stay in power. And I'm going to put up people against the governor. And even if I have to go on up against the governor myself, which I have no choice, and I don't want it. People and we t- know you'll do it. And, you know, they sat down with me. They said, hey, she, why are you really running for city council? Run for mayor run for governor. If you lose, you'll be famous. You'll be on the TV. I'm not interested. I'm interested in fixing my city. I don't need the money. Me and Linda are happy. I want to help my neighbors. I want to help my community and all five boroughs. I'll see what... I know the movement will spread. I'm getting calls from North Carolina on my TikTok and my Instagram. People are thanking me, loving us. Everybody knows you. They're giving me support and and I'm telling you we need the movement to go. Guys, don't let these people knock us down. You know, California is a lockdown. I promise you Hanukkah, come to my party. I'm going to have more than 100 people there. I'm going to have donuts, great donuts. D- wait, come to me. I have great donuts. You can see I'm fat. I'm very good at it. But this is my favorite quote that I want to say tonight. I hope, me, Heshi, I shall possess firmness and virtue enough to maintain what I consider the most enviable of all titles. Are you ready? The character of an honest man. And you wow. know who said that? George Washington. No, I'm not George Washington, but I'm going to keep my character. I'm going to try to be an honest man. I'm going to try to follow the rules, and I'm going to make sure that I fight for the city's health benefit and try to bring back all the sickness this mayor did, shutting down 110,000 restaurants across this country, putting them bankrupt, New York City bankrupt. He's now going to worry. Three years ago, he said he was going to handle the homeless issue. How the deep ma- in the hole are we? The Nine billion. He's 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 three years as mayor on the second term. Promised to help. Happened to promise to take care of the homeless issue. Now he's gonna wake up on his last. Now, you know term. what he wants
1: to do? He wants to go and charge us three dollars every time I get a package. But forget For about every v- package. My homeless
0: people. What about my homeless people? He's not caring about them. Homeless he's people. gonna make
1: the rest of us homeless.
0: I know. I know. You want to hear my joke? It's a very funny joke. joke. As you know, my son, Yaakov, is beautiful. And he I remember is. today, I, I saw his, you know, you know the skinny pants thing. I hate the skinny pants thing. I have You skinny have
1: skinny pa- pants. No,
0: I just ripped them and then Linda fixed them again and I ripped them again and she fixed them again. I said, Linda, I don't want the skinny pants. I'm okay. actually ripping them. Okay. So I, I promise not to burn any more of her ties. Okay. Everybody makes fun of it. So anyways, Yaakov comes home and he comes home now from college today. And not today, but this happened a couple of weeks ago. And I see that his pants are like halfway above his socks. Now, nobody believes that a plant that is like, it's like flood time, you know? He didn't grow. So what happened was I asked Yaakov, I said, Yaakov, uh, and I looked at him, you know, how much taller he is, you know, because Yaakov went to school at five foot eight and he came back six months later. And I saw he was taller. And when I measured his height, he's five foot eleven. I no, said, Yakov, he couldn't have grown. He did, he did. And I said, Jacob, remember, he's 20 years old. I said, Jacob, you know, did you not notice that you've grown and the clothes are short on you? You know, these these guys. He says, no, Pop, I'm doing my own laundry. I think the thing, I thought the clothing shrunk. He says, dumbbells. So I have to go buy him a whole new set of clothing, but I love him, that boy, That's a crazy little boy. So that's what we're going to talk about. I'm hoping to get Rabbi uh, Smith on the phone. We have Rabbi Smith on the phone, and we're going to get him on. Get him on the phone, line one. Rabbi Smith are you with us I'm right here I'm here listening can you hear me I hear you did you like my joke by the way no, but Which if, one? You said so many jokes so far, I can't keep track of them. Oh, good. You know, I like you, Rabbi Smith. Not only are you handsome, but you're smart and intelligent. Rabbi Smith, you are an advocate. You are a religious Jew. You are an Orthodox Jew. And I'm so happy you joined our show because we have a lot of issues in the city. And I heard you speak at that rally on Sunday. You are a wonderful man. By the way, at the rally, Rabbi Smith, when you, you finished and I left, eight BLM members surrounded me. You know that? And and I I, they started to scream and holler, and I told them, you know, I don't think it's a fair fight, eight to one, because I'm gonna kick the ass I'm gonna kick uh, (laughs) I'm gonna kick all your butts. And by the way, the police came swooping in and pushing them away and putting me in my cars and getting the traffic (gasps) done.
1: We didn't do shout out, Sergeant Peter Sergeant
0: Peter, I love you. Anyways, and my granddaughter Mira Nava, but Rabbi Smith, you spoke so well. Um do you understand that we are in trouble in this city? We have a crazy mayor. I don't want to talk about the election with the president president that I love so much. But and by the way, Rabbi Smith, every night of this week, starting Hanukkah, we're going to be lighting the menorah in front of Gracie Mansion. They've asked me to speak one, one night to light the candles and make the blessing. So you're all invited to come open protest Hanukkah in front of Mayor de Blasio's mansion. We're going to make the blessing and there's going to be a concert by Nissan Black. Did you ever hear of him? Oh yes. He's coming and he's going to, he's flying in and he's going to be doing a concert there. But Rabbi Smith, you are an intelligent man. Maybe I'm crazy. People are telling me, Heshi, there's nothing wrong. Nothing is bad. So we have the uh, pandemic. So you wear masks. So we're taking away your civil rights. So we can't feed you. You know what? That's the way life is. Too bad. Is that acceptable to you? And here's the best part, Rabbi Smith. I'm closing your synagogues, I'm closing your schools you have to be locked at home I don't want you to get married I mean, why are our leaders accepting this Rabbi Smith you are a rabbi, maybe you maybe God told you to close it am I crazy, is something wrong here is something wrong (laughs) here (laughs) let him answer how much longer
3: do you want to go on for I'll be happy
0: nothing, nothing Rabbi Smith I had to scream at you a little bit that's what I do for a living go ahead Rabbi Smith
3: so uh, the challenge is that we, people don't realize what they're up against, and, and you spend a lot of time criticizing the mayor, but you don't r- realize that the mayor is but one of thousands of functionaries in city after city, county after county, country after country around the world that is uh, taking measures against the population, making a war of public health against the citizens. And Mayor de Blasio and Governor Cuomo, Uh, Are no different than the other people that are doing it in practically every country in the world. It's just a matter of degree and how. But why is the question? Well, Well, the why is simply that this is a communist revolution. This is a Marxist revolution, a progressive revolution, however you want to call it. I like to call it the October 2020 revolution. Uh, just like the October 1917 a revolution in Russia. And it has a veneer of seriousness that, just like in, in Russia, the veneer of seriousness and, and legitimacy of the revolution was based on the need to take care of the people and to provide for the people, and and to get rid of the the dictatorial czar and so forth. Now the reason is because there's something in the air, that everyone must be locked down, locked in their houses, destroy human relations, um, interactions, destroy the synagogues, the places of worship. And the schools and the children and create all kinds of uh, deformities
0: in people's mental health. But uh, Smith, it, does, doesn't, but, it, but it doesn't, but it doesn't make sense. Explain to me what you just said just doesn't make sense. I understand that's what they're doing to us, but it doesn't make sense that we the people are allowing to do it. We have a constitution. We have 200 and something years of beauty of fighting people dying for this right of freedom. And we're just, and half of the country, whether they voted for a fake election for Mr. Biden or not is actually giving into this I mean there's no way I'm giving up my freedom and I'm a grown man a father of children and, and and kids that came through my house how does it doesn't make sense to me how does a grown man allow himself to be locked in his house to live without money not to be able to fill his, feed his children Putting business owners out of business, having people lose their homes or buildings, and what you just said makes sense. But then again, we're allowing this to happen. We are a country of love. I mean, the world is. is I mean, maybe like you know what they say: the whole world is crazy, and you're not really. You're the crazy one, and everybody's not. Is that the way it is? Well, I. Well, to answer
3: that question, I draw your attention to a little history. I have here a book called My Opposition, The Diary of Friedrich Kellner, A German Against the Third Reich. And if you read this book, you'll discover that everything he describes in there about all the people who um, decided that it would be easier just to stay quiet and not stand up and put themselves in harm's way by opposing the uh, attempts by the government to scare everyone and bully all the Germans into following along, uh, Billy everyone's is showing their loyalty to the um, public uh, health measures uh, doing things for their safety everything was for their safety um, just like it is now so this so is, so, haven't, so haven't
0: we learned haven't we learned from these mistakes of the past I mean we're so smart we have technology we have internet we have computers we can travel around the world in, in one third the time we ever did before, and are we just so foolish? Like you just said, look what you're telling us what happened, and, and here's my thing to you, my religious rabbi is god allowing this for i mean now i'm going to blame you i'm going to blame god god must say maybe i'm going to make everybody stupid and let and let this happen to them i mean i mean hanukkah is coming we have to fight back i know that my ancestors fought back i know abraham avram fought back we cannot i mean why aren't we fighting back why aren't our leaders and rabbis is it for the money because even according to you they're going to take away all our money anyways
3: well, first of all, Hanukkah was a story of 11 people. It was 11 people that stood up against the Greeks. So even in that time, it was not exactly like everyone woke up and fought for what was right. I think the difference between the time of Hanukkah and previous times is that really God's vision for every human being is to recognize that he's created in God Almighty's image, and that he has, created, he has the divine image is on each man and woman, and to recognize that and stand up to be a dignified human being, that is the goal. Instead of having a leader come and rescue us, it is the time and the hour for every person, like those heroic rabbis who kept their synagogues open this entire time. They kept their yeshivas open this entire time, even though they were visited by. Now, one rabbi, uh, his son told me that his father received 30 visits from the police department to try to close his synagogue, and he just did not comply. He did not, uh, he just ignored them because. It is clearly God's will that every human being conduct themselves in a way of getting together in congregation to praise God Almighty and show gratitude. It's clearly God's intention that everyone get together as families. It's clearly God's intention that children should get together to study. So, so, so what you're telling no me is you're
0: telling me because um, we had all the leaders. And only 11 people stood up against the Greeks. So it's good that just a few people, I mean, the rest of the people. So me just standing up alone, standing there against, uh, uh, our government, our mayor, uh, guys like, um, from, 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 uh, Max Public's house and the little people that are just keeping up and, and we don't have any support, even though people are joining the movement. That is good enough. That is the message. And you think we'll beat them? I mean, Mayor de Blasi and Governor Coma have so much power that they actually Shutting us down. I mean, they're actually destroying us, and and we, we there's no way to stop them. I'm I'm trying. We we are rebelling. We are doing civil disobedience. But he's sending in when the police don't listen. He sends in forty sheriffs. He has people being arrested who are honorable men in jail overnight. He's threatening women. He's scaring people who are already under, you know, there was a young autistic boy that stabbed his sister because he's locked in his house. You have children that are, are, are losing it. You have parents that are committing suicide. I thought, God forbid, that we wouldn't get over 100 suicides. We have 101 suicides alone in my community, and it doesn't end because this guy is locking us down. He's making agita. He's getting people nervous, and I don't know what to do. Now people are asking me, Heshi, what changes are you going to make? I don't know. I'm going to try to fight. I'm going to try to uh, get rid of half of his, his stupid legislation. But why are 51 good, uh, uh, uh councilmen agreeing to this and not fighting with him? And my question to you, Rabbi, is again, you're a smart man. You're an advocate. You've, you've, you've counseled people like me who are lost. Why are we allowing this? Why aren't we standing up? You must understand we are lost. How do we unlose ourselves? Okay, so the answer is first take a deep breath. I love you.
1: It's uh, only a one hour show.
3: Okay. <laughs> so we
1: don't have time for that much breathing.
3: <laughs> well, no, but we have to breathe. Oh. We have to breathe because if you, if you, if we play back your questions, they're running in circles and you're actually contradicting yourself. Because on one hand you're saying we're going to you're, you're going to say you're going you're to you're win. On the other hand, you're going to say
0: the guy has all the power and he's going to win, and there's no way to win. I never said he's so, going to win. No, no, no. Baba, I never said he's going to win. What I'm saying <laughs> is he's that he's winning now, and I'm fighting <laughs> him. We're I'm, fighting him. I am fighting him, but he's let's, beating let's, us. Okay. All uh, well, right. One second.
3: He's fighting. Okay, one second. Let's play back the tape. So here's the, here's the key. Here's what I want to focus on. I, I want to focus you on the winning solution here. And the winning solution is to know you. No one is educated. Very few people are educated today in the art of what it takes to be a man uh, and a woman who lives in a place and a spiritual place of liberty. You have to know that when someone pretends to look strong, when someone's threatening you, he is extremely weak. The weakest moment for Governor Cuomo and the mayor and all these uh, task force is right now, because people are not wanting to follow this 58% of the people are hanging out with the phone on contract tracers now is the time for people to stand up if, if like max public house if 100 people were to do the same thing as him instead of making a demonstration 100 people open their business or 1000 people open their business tomorrow morning
1: a domino effect
3: then you then it would not just a domino effect that the, the they would have to back off remember that lady in the subway when they tried to arrest her for Not wearing a mask, and she kicked and screamed, and she was arrested by seven police officers. It looked like she was losing, but she was. Yes, and there was a child with her. The mayor said he's not going to fine anymore for not wearing masks, and then when that gets accepted, and then people get relaxed, and he brings in the fines again. So it has to be a consistent attitude, a spiritual attitude, of liberty. People walking around like
0: normal human beings. And that is where the victory lies. But you know what? The mayor, again, is threatening with the governor to shut down the city. You have them threatening all vaccines. You have this crazy woman, Linda Rothenthal, from the Assembly. And she just introduced a bill to the Assembly to mandate that COVID vaccine for every individual in the state. I also sent her an email like other people. She's mandating, she's going to pass the law. And now here's the deal. If you don't take your vaccine, you can't go into stores. Yeah, but why do you think she's going to pass the law? Because
3: the assembly... She can only pass the law if most people in every district do not pick up the phone. They do not go into the streets, do not open their businesses, do not stop following all these decrees. That's the only way they could pass the bill. It's not because they have some power. The missing piece of the equation over here is that the people are willing to tolerate this. And I heard someone say that not the only thing worse than a person who wants to control other people it is a person who's willing to comply. And this is the key. We have to recognize that the power, the godly power in every single human being is such that they do not have to do very much other than just act like a normal human being. Get up in the morning, go to work, open your business. Now, I get questions like this, but rabbi, or if they're calling me in my capacity as a lawyer, I might get fined. Well, I have a news for you. If you are afraid of getting fined, if you're afraid of going to jail, then you've missed the message of the declaration of independence you can't walk around flying flying an american flag and then say you're afraid of getting fined or having you your see, license you see, taken see, away that's,
0: that's that's my fun. point to you we've already spilled the blood in the revolution we've already lost thousands of people in the in the civil war we've lost people in world war 1 we've lost people in world war 2 we've lost in the korean war we're tired of fighting we've come to the point where our nation we've 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 created a nation and we've, we've given our blood and lives, our parents, our uncles, our friends, family. I'm tired of crying. You're telling me, well, we have to continue the fight. No, the fight is over. We've accomplished the impossible. Now that we've done the impossible, we have to continue this fight, you know. I just want you to know, there was a guy who um who exposed Hunter Biden. Uh You you know that story with Hunter Biden with his corruption, and you know they found the guy dead. Now, did he actually commit suicide or was he killed? That's how dangerous I think these it was the high. Computer attack. Well, uh, these high people are so. No, but they're they're not so
3: dangerous. They're powerless. They are really powerless. There's only there's so few of these. Most of the police officers are on the side of the people this is This is something that you are creating in, in in the same time that you're shouting out against these people you're making them into more powerful than they really
0: are. They're completely powerful. We have a guy who's running, whose whose name is—he was a city council member, always fighting for his people, screaming about rents, screaming about uh places to live, fighting for his community. His name is Jumani Williams. I never really liked him. Now I think he's running for mayor, maybe. Who now he's now he's out the public advocate, a number two on the mayoral line. If anything happens to uh, Mayor De Blasio, God forbid, anything should happen to him, <laughs> but because <laughs> if but I said you got to be careful, i very careful. <laughs> Don't, don't be shoving you know chickens. He, so you know what he says? Governor Cuomo, I made the blast. said, next Monday, we're going to maybe shut down the city. He gets on TV and he says, I want to shut down now. I mean... I mean, this guy, they, they just don't care about the people. They're earning salaries. They're running around. They're having parties. They're doing whatever they want. And again, he's shutting us down. He says, why should we wait? Why don't we, why, why should we control the numbers? You know, the numbers are controllable. The numbers are lies. Like I told you in the beginning of the show, YouTube took me off after I personally witnessed the numbers. It's not like I got numbers. And just for your knowledge, I, I put on the phone uh, one of the people from the funeral parlor in my neighborhood. Called Shoma Das, and I said to him, "You know what I'm hearing from the mayor and and the TV people are dying on the street." I'm telling you, left and right, he says to me, "Not only is the numbers less than last year of October, November, December. If you look at the death certificates, less. I understand March, April, May, June. He says, not only the numbers are less because you, all you have to do is go onto the CDC and the Health Department websites, and you'll see the health department the death records from last year to this year are less." He says he's actually slow in the funeral parlor. He's never been so slow, and I don't understand. With all these deaths and sicknesses, uh, again the numbers are lies. I understand the press what they're doing, Rabbi. But there's, uh, my question to you is: Is you telling us to rise up, but we seem not to? We seem to be scared. I don't know what to do. I don't. I mean, I'm going to rise. I'm going to fight back. But there's an answer. One second. There's an answer. The
3: answer is. That what's the problem is a spiritual ailment. The spiritual ailment is an ailment when a person does not feel God in their life, in their space, in their soul, when they're not in conscious contact with who they really are as a divinely created human being. They are then unable, they become someone, they are unable to stand up, they become someone who's willing to let someone else rule over them. That is slavery. Physical slavery starts with spiritual slavery. So the answer is not so much to focus on the... Um, plans of those that want to destroy business and destroy society and destroy the constitution but to focus on the people who have been deprived of a proper education whether it's jewish people and non-jewish people by going to schools that do not teach about god and even in the jewish schools they have many times half measures of what they teach and they teach there's a lot of fear and a lot of a, a fear about where the money is going to come from and a fear about the politicians and so forth is, is is inculcated by advising people to vote for people that go against the Torah principles. What we need to do is we need to be the shepherds of faith to help each person reconnect with his Creator. Help each person whether, reconnect whether with are Creator. Whether they're Jewish or not. Absolutely. God created every human being. neither Niva Betsela team. Every human being is created in God's image and every human being is meant to to be fruitful well, and multiply. Well, I, dis- I disagree
0: and- with you, Rabbi Cuomo and De Blasio were not created in God's image; they were created <laughs> in some demon image. But Rabbi, I want to ask you a no, question now. Not- I want to ask you a question. The- I have to correct you. Once I want to say it's very important not to say that. And I'll tell you why. Because
3: every human being has the possibility is created in God's image, and every human being has the possibility of recanting and and retracting and, oh, and changing direction. So how would you, you even
1: bring in how would you even bring <laughs> into a country where we're um, the government is pushing out God. It's not in God we trust anymore. We can't have holidays. We can't have religion. We can't have anything. You know, Hanukkah is about religious freedom. You know, you have the liberal left pushing pro-abortion, pro-euthanasia um, against religious services, wanting to impose their world views on the entire world. And it takes, you were mentioning something about getting arrested and doing things. It takes brave people to resist their world views you have to stand up and you have to push back and you know Heshi Tischler is pushing back but um, he cannot be the only person pushing back
0: but but Rabbi, and, and i, but I not the only i believe evil I want, when I want, evil to, when i i know I want, what you're saying want, that everybody can I'm repent I'm i i know but but, but Rabbi smith evil can never change and these two men who don't even go to church I never see them. I mean, I know I know de Blasio goes sometimes a fake. I don't believe Cuomo at all. The way they're treating another human being, there's no way they can ever be forgiven. Never can they be forgiven. But, Rabbi, I want to ask you a question. We're coming a little bit to the end of the show, and I want to take a couple of calls for you. Are you going to take the vaccine or not?
3: I, I have no plans to take the vaccine, and I, I don't believe it's necessary. I don't believe it's the right thing to do, and it's, it's certainly silly for anyone to announce already that it's something that has not even been tried yet. It's completely safe. It's, it's a foolishness uh, that is a part of the spell of the public health missionaries that have come over many respectable people to have them Promote using their trusted relationship with the people to promote something that is not good for the people.
0: So the answer is no. But I just want to correct If you're not one taking thing, thing the vaccine, very- Rabbi, I'm not letting you into my store. I'm not letting your children in my school. I don't think I, it should be
1: anybody's business is, if you're it taking is, it or it is, not. It
0: is, it is. And they're going to put a carrot in front of you, Rabbi. They're going to say, if you take the vaccine, I'm going to lower your health insurance. If you take the vaccine, I'm going to give you maybe a better job or you'll be able to move up in the rank. So, but okay. you're not going to be able to come to my hospital what, if you don't take the Heshi. vaccine. One second.
3: I, I have to say something, and I have to say this in the name of the Torah, because uh, and I respect what, you, you, what you're trying to do, but let's just get something very clear over here. The Torah teaches us that any human being, no matter how depraved they are, no matter how far from God they are, they have the ability to instantaneously return to God and to do what's called tshuva, which means to return to God. We see the book of uh, Jonah all about, all about uh, a, a whole nation of people that had gone astray, repenting. We see that even Pharaoh, who murdered Jewish children and, and and bathed in their blood, he himself came to recognize God. So the fact of the matter is, this is we have to start with the essential fundamentals. It is impossible to see our way out of this if we do not connect to the Torah principles that are eternal, and that's what this country is founded upon. The country was founded on the
0: inspiration of the Jewish Torah. Um, teachings of the dignity uh, of humanity you know that Cuomo Cuomo said that (laughs) God is not responsible for anything he is responsible of fixing this problem and God has no saying to matter remember that when he said that He, he, he he has no belief in God I'm telling you right
1: now they really don't you know the Ten Commandments one of them is thou shalt not steal thou shalt not loot and they promote it
0: well, one second. You're either looking them, you're either looking at them as beyond redemption, which they is are, not the Torah approach. Or I to know look that, at, but they I, are they're, redeemable. They're not redeem. There's no way that they can make millions of people suffer, uh, thousands of people go homeless or lose their homes, and 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 how do we forgive them? Oh my God! They're they're all of a sudden repent. They're never going to be able to pay right. us back. They're never going to be able to fix. I mean, like I said in the beginning of the show. If the masks work and the lockdowns work, like Dr. Fauci, he's a doctor, even though I think he's incompetent. Now he's all of a sudden telling us how to economically run our city. The man is not a businessman. The man is not economically run. These guys are coming into our lives and trying to touch every facet of where we live. And this is my problem, Rabbi. I'm, I'm looking at you right now. The reason I want you on my show, because spiritually, we're lost as a nation. These guys are taking away our love of God, and this is what makes us do good for our fellow man. We're losing it. People are killing themselves. People are depressed. Children are not learning. People are not getting married. Maybe they're doing population control. Maybe this vaccine is going to kill 10 or 20%. Yeah. Yeah, but one second. One
3: second here. You're, you're focusing on, we're talking about the spiritual solution. Right now, you're focusing on how bad these people really are. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're focusing on how bad they are, but we have to focus on uplifting the people. Driving home how bad these guys is distracting everyone else from the hope. But I want to tell you something. Your message reaches so many people. I, I think I told you this, but I just want to say it on the show because the person I'm talking about, hopefully, might be listening. I was out coming outside my office, and I see an 18-wheel driver. One well, of those 18-wheeler drivers, and he, I stop and uh, say hello to him, a non-Jewish fellow, and we're speaking a little bit, and he says, I listen to Heshi, and he lives from somewhere up in New York, in, in some small town up in New York. So, first of all, hello to him. I won't say his name, but uh, the fact of the matter is, that he has hope, and people are listening, and they need to be. To- they need the, the direction to know that this is a hopeful situation. Mankind is going to be woken up from its stupor. You just said earlier, Reb You said we're tired of fighting. That is an attitude that does not represent the attitude of the people in 1776 who gave themselves at every single battle to fight for the dignity of man, wow. meaning to say the in, 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 inalienable rights of liberty life and
0: the pursuit of happiness that every human being has, Right, but that is what they gave the life. Don't for. we, <laughs> we want to live? Don't we want to live? I mean, not that I'm tired of fighting back. I want to live in peace. I want to be left alone. I want to be able to to enjoy my children, go for a walk with my wife, go into a store without being scared. You know, today my wife wore the mask outside. She came home and she forgot to take the mask off and I'm looking at her for 15 minutes, whatever it is, and I had Wade in the house. I said, Linda, take the mask off, God. I mean, it it, 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 it's, it's a way that you're trying to make the new norm, and that new norm is wrong. But anyways, I wanna take a few callers, uh, Rabbi, I wanna take a couple calls. I want you to hear a call. Sure. Make sure you don't lose the Rabbi, no matter what. Go ahead, take a call, let's take line five. You're on the air with Heshi, Rabbi Smith, and Sawyer. Hi,
1: you're on the air.
0: No. I guess not. We're gonna, we'll take one more call. Uh, hello. Uh, you on the air with Heshi Sawyer, not Boomy this week, and Rabbi Smith. Heshi Tischler. How you doing, my friend? How are you, my friend? Do you have any questions for us or anything to say to me and Rabbi Smith? Is Rabbi Smith right or wrong? I do have something to say.
4: You're a true American patriot, and I followed in your footsteps when I came back from Thanksgiving. I was met by Cuomo's henchmen at the airport. I refused to engage with them. I would not fill out their form. It's a police state. I politely declined their request. It was the Department of Health. It was a complete intrusion upon my rights. Like you, Heshi, I am a free man. I fight for my freedom just like you do every single day when you go out into the streets. I'm not gonna tolerate it and then they've uh they must have run the flight manifest and then they were trying to call me on my phone. Wow. Wow where I've
0: been. You see, Rabbi Smith, they went to track this man in his home. Is that crazy, Rabbi Smith? They know they're listening to his calls, they're following him to his house. As it is, we have enough government agencies tapping our lines and look at this poor man wants to be left alone and look what they're doing, they're torturing him and they I mean and he's fighting back. Go ahead, my brother, go ahead.
4: Um, I I wouldn't answer their calls, and and if they asked me where I was, I was going to tell them I was at Cuomo's mom's house, but it didn't get that far. Yet. <laughs> I love
0: you. You're a wonderful guy. You're a wonderful guy. You heard what Rabbi Smith said that it's that that, that uh, emotionally that we have to continue to fight. Uh, we can't break down. What do you say? I mean, is Rabbi Smith right or wrong? I mean, are we losing? Are we winning? What What's the deal here? What do you think?
4: I, I think we've got to keep fighting. I mean, I think we're in the right. You guys like you and I are in the right. I mean, when I walked through that line, there were a bunch of nevishes, you know, and they they thought that they were going to get me to dreck in my schmatzes, and I'm not <laughs> like that. I'm a free man.
0: You're I'm, wonderful.
4: I'm I'm not afraid, and, I you know, they they were trying to engage in their misogast, and okay. I wasn't having it. I walked right through the line. I was polite and... Well, I, I told him, I'm not filling out any forms. I'm a free man. If you're going to arrest me, go ahead, get the cuffs. If you're not law enforcement, I'm out of here, and that's what I did.
0: You did great, and you did smart, and that's exactly right. Thank you for your call, my brother. You have a happy Hanukkah and happy holiday season. Happy Hanukkah to you too, Hashi. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, Thank you, Thank you Rabbi. Good night. Uh, okay, let's take, right. a, line, let's take a line five. Let's see, Rabbi, I love that. You see, he's one of you. He's fighting. You're on there with Heshi Sawyer, Rabbi Smith.
4: How are you, Hershey?
5: This is your number one fan again. How are you? How are this young,
0: you? this young man, this kid. He came, Rabbi Smith. This is a, a young religious Jewish boy. He came to my office. He's very supportive. He's so intelligent. Did mm-hmm. you hear? You're a young man, and I want to talk to you as a young boy. Did you hear what Rabbi Smith said? Do you understand what he said? Yes, yes, yes. You have anything to say to Rabbi Smith? <laughs> No. Anything no. you ask? I love you. Nice call. Let's take it. You be good boy. I want to see you at my Hanukkah party. You got me? Alright. Alright. Right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye Smith. I, I want to take you one more call and then I guess uh, nobody wants to. Go ahead. You're on there with Heshi, Sawyer, and Bye bye Smith. Yeah. I was listening to you think,
5: and I personally think
0: that you're retarded. What is we that? You, I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. Take another call, and, uh, and we'll just take line five. Rabbi Smith, you're still with us, I hope. No, oh, I guess we're losing everybody.
5: Know, line five. Saying.
0: Hello, you on the air. Okay. Anyways, let's forget about it. Oh, let's take line two. Uh, that's very important. I like that. Heshi, you're on the air with Rabbi Smith. Hello, Heshi. What's doing? Good. Rabbi Smith, are you on the air with us still? yeah, I'm listening. Yeah, I'm listening I, wa- I yeah. want you let to hear say, this is Go ahead, Ash. I want you to talk to Rabbi Smith. I'm gonna tell you why the corona came.
2: It's God's response to Saddam societies. Oh so, stop. I don't Heshy. care what <laughs> say. Heshy, stop it. they think. As she stopped Yes, Rabbi Smith is a ra- if he's a rabbi and he's Orthodox, obviously he agrees with me. Uh, well, it's because of Saddam. That's what happened in going during the Marble. 4,100 years ago. So God let's just say, Heshi,
0: Heshi, Heshi, let's just say you're right that it happened because we're all bad. My problem is, is right now we're trying to fight the government not to lock us down and take away. And Rabbi Smith is saying to fight back. Do we just, now that God is punishing us, do we just let it happen or do we stand back against the government? Let, do let I, me
4: explain. People have
2: asked me why did God even hurt religious Jews? Because we religious Jews did not fight against the gay marriage. We, we don't care about it. Oh, all we care about is making money. And Hashem says in the Gemara and the Torah, everyone knows that whenever we're not moicha, we don't protest, we get punished. That's what it says all over. And this Rabbi, Rabbi Smith will tell you. Rabbi Smith, am I not right?
3: We have a responsibility every time, every situation to always say in a loving way exactly 100% what the truth is.
0: So since we're not protesting back, since we're not standing up, God is now punishing everybody with this pandemic because we're not standing up to the government. Is that what you guys are saying? I mean, I I, I love you guys, but that's not the way I I look at it. And plus, remember, there is a 99.5% recovery rate. So, again, it's just a sickness in my head that something bad happened, and we have to take care of ourselves. And, And it's like anything. You have cancer. You have leukemia. You have so many different new things that came out, and we will figure out a way with the new technology and the waters and stuff to fix it, I, I don't believe that God is punishing us. I believe that something bad happened, and God is helping us. Look, the vaccine was found. One, two, three.
3: Well, I, I, I just want to is... jump in on this. have and the other Heshi. I just want to jump on this point. I, I always, I listen to people, and, and with respect, with respect to the caller, um, and I know a lot of people try to figure out, explain what's happening in the world by different uh, suggestions. I think that it's difficult for me to say as a, as a human being to know exactly why something is happening exactly the way it is in God's calculations. But I can tell you this, that I can see from what's happening and the way we're going that it's not going in the right direction. So therefore, the call of the hour is to, if whatever happened in the past, happened in the past. From this moment forward, every single person has to lovingly, Explain the truth to every person they see. Let people know that there's nothing to be afraid of. What the caller is talking about, the silence is always coming from a place of fear. It's not from a a place of righteousness, it's a place of fear. So, whenever silent on any subject, for example, the testing in the schools right now that the administrators are forcing on the kids, whether it's the um, closing of the synagogues, whether it's whatever's happening now, this is the opportunity to learn the lesson that we have to speak up because now we see that it's not about something going on in someone else's house that a person can close their eyes and say, you know, it doesn't really matter to me what happens over there. It does matter to me. And I want to tell you, share with you something. You mentioned Mac's, uh public uh, bar, yeah. the bar. And uh, someone said to me, has she said, because I've been talking about how this is a war on Pruvu, it's war on, on the ability of humanity to multiply and have beautiful children and have as many as possible. And he, this person came to me and he said, Rabbi, I want to prove to you what you're saying is true, that it's really a war on being fruitful and multiply. He says, What is the one thing that every government is fighting against tooth and nail? They're fighting against the Jewish community, they fight against making weddings. And what's the other one thing that they fight against? Everyone from the CDC to to the World Health Organization to the governor say is the worst, most dangerous place has to be shut down right away. And he said to me, it's the bars. You see, I don't go to bars, but I can tell you in God's plan, a bar is a place where a man and a woman meet. And that's where they make set up a life together where they're going to bring children into the world. And that is what God wants.
0: Wow. And
3: what what they're doing is. Stopping that from happening for all of humanity, that is the problem, so even we as Orthodox jews that don 't go to max public bar. We should be supporting the opportunity for every human being, every man I and am, woman. You to know, Rabbi, I never—you made absent. so much
0: sense today that a bar is a place where people meet, where they can get married. Enough see this is the sense that I'm talking. I supported Max all along. I've been going to the demonstrations. I believe that people should have a place to go, a place to to meet, to get out, and to go to restaurants. But they're just coming after us, and I'm not going to let them. I'm never shutting down. And I and I and I—that was so great, but The way you just said. It. Right there, you just you won me over. You make me you made me melt, and I want to take one more call. Let's take line five. Uh, hello, you on the air with Heshi Sawyer and Rabbi Smith?
3: Hey Heshi, can you guys hear me? Yes, we can. All right, Heshi. Uh, well, I just wanted to say two things real quick. Uh, first, I just want to say that uh, you have cojones of steel. Uh, I think you're a big inspiration <laughs> because you go head to head.
1: You made steel. him blush. You <laughs>
3: Yeah, and uh, second thing as well, um, I met you this past Sunday at the the Fight for Freedom rally, and I did a small interview with you, and that sort of goes along with the inspirational quote that you've given us, where either you can do something or do nothing, and I feel like, slowly but surely, I'm starting... You know my own sort of journalism, my own independent reporting, to sort of um, open the eyes and ears of those that uh, still haven't awoken to what's going on in
0: this country. You are great, thank you. That's Beautiful. exactly. Do- I- I'm so happy you you repeated. It. You hear, Rabbi. Do something or do nothing. This is. I loved you. Thank you so much for the call, and I appreciate your call, and I wish you a happy Hanukkah and a happy holiday season, and I promise you. I know, Robert, you're going to get angry at me when I'm going to say that we don't celebrate Christmas, but I am going to celebrate every holiday with my brothers, the Christian brothers, the people from Staten Island, the people from the Bronx. I'm going to be going to more events. I'm so proud of you guys out there. Thank you, guys, for standing up. Thank you, caller, for your call. And Rabbi, you are just uh, amazing. And, and I and I wish I can come to your house. Rabbi, I want you to hear from my co-host, Bumi. Bumi, you're on the air with Rabbi Smith and, of course, your beautiful Sawyer and the wonderful, handsome me. Am I handsome? Thank you. Uh, thank you so hey, much. i waiting to get on.
5: Hi, Sawyer, dear. Hi, you, my love. <laughs> how's everything? Listen, I, I'm, I'm listening to the show from the distance, and I'm very, very impressed by the way things are going as usual, and I wanted to mention comments just on a couple of items that the rabbi had said, number one, there's no question that spiritually, if people were to be more spiritual across the board, and they believed in God, and they had that internal strength of faith to say that God is the only one that we answer to, and we do what's right, and that's it. If we had that complete, absolute, as we call it in Hebrew, we would not be afraid of the local authorities and what they are trying to do in taking their authoritarian steps and, and and trying to, to, you know, take away our liberties and our freedoms. However, unfortunately, most of us have not reached that point where we are so spiritual. So it's very, very difficult, Rabbi, to expect everybody to just say, just believe, have faith in God, whatever they want to do to us, do the right thing and say, no, we're only afraid of God. We don't have to listen to the authorities answer to the authorities. The fear is there. There's very few Heshis, if any, out there. You know, there's a Dove Hyphen, a very, very great man out there, my dear friend. There are, but there are few people in that league like Heshi and Dove wow. that will stand up and have wow. the guts to do that. And
0: I want to tell the Rabbi and you, Bumi, something that, yeah. that, that's bothering me very much. While your yes. mayor and governor are so busy with everything else, I'm very upset about one thing. Um, they have zero impact on crime right now this alone right now we have four this year we have four hundred and twenty murders forget shootings murders already this year as opposed to three hundred and four last year an increase of thirty eight percent uh shootings have doubled bye, shootings have doubled. Burglary is up 42%. Car theft, 67%. Remember, we're supposed to be locked down and people are getting out, swabbing cars, I guess. Maybe they're sleeping in the cars. And in the midst of this mayoral race, the city's back to the bad old days of the crime gone wild. I mean... Rabbi, I know you want me to have faith. I know we want to fight back, but nobody's helping us. And our leaders themselves are coming after the little guys. So you're going to close this out, by in 30
3: seconds. I want to interrupt because I know we only have two minutes, and I want to address what Bumi said, and I want to say like this. The answer is that we, each one of us, has to study and ingrain in ourselves this talk this trust in God Almighty. I have a website, saveourfreedoms.org. Saveourfreedoms.org. We can read more on that. I have materials on that. And I would I challenge you to Hesse for next show or as soon as you can, have me or another rabbi who can teach to your um, your listeners the wonderful words of the gate of faith. Of the, the duties of the heart, Shara uh, of Levavis, that will give people 50 minutes of something that will affect everyone in their life and give them faith in every challenge that they are facing in their life. And that's what's going to
0: turn this country and this world around. I love you, Rabbi. I there's love you, no Bumi. About that, thank Rabbi. you, guys. I, I, you I'm going to I'm you, gonna finish the show. I'm going to thank our guys <laughs> for coming to the show. Rabbi, thank you. Bumi, thank you to my listeners. First of all, I want to thank all our advertisers. I want to thank everybody who put up with me. I want to thank all the people that met me at uh, uh, the restaurant. About yesterday. All my supporters that have sent me money to com and keep supporting me because I'm getting into city council. I've got inspiration from this Rabbi Smith. He's out of this world. This man has inspired me not just to fight. Continue fighting I will never give up. I want my movement to move. Stand up, everybody, because I'm going to promise you one thing. Nobody's going to hold me back. I'm going to come there when you call me. I put in 18-hour days. I'm not scared. Even though Wade called me boring today, I don't really care what Wade says. I, he, he only you are bought, anything but boring. I know, and he only bought me a pizza, you know, Stingy. Wade, you owe me money for what, I want What's that He's following you? I love you, everybody. Come back it. to my show. <laughs> next week is Hanukkah. I'm going to ask Good night, everybody. I'm going to light the minora on the Hanukkah. Show Happy Hanukkah. Monica!